Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Frank Dolce coming up here momentarily. We're live today from Stonehaven Dental, their Lehigh location, 801-855-0555, 801-855-0555. Free laughing gas. Pretty sweet. I'll tell you, if I get another name wrong, I, I really could use some of that to take the edge off. <laughs> We're going to talk to Frank here. Uh, coming up in a second, we'll get his thoughts on, on the quarterback race, Gordon, and uh, I bet he I bet he agrees with you. Uh, Frank always agrees with you. Well, I mean, uh, he has uh, been in those situations before, and I think he probably can read it pretty well. Read it pretty well, meaning read it the way you're reading it. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> is, that, is that what you're alluding to? Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, well, Frank's not going to come out and state the obvious that the decision has already been made. That's the obvious? Uh, absolutely the obvious. No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I love you. This is one of the many reasons that I love Mike Leach. Uh, there are many things not to like about Mike Leach, too, but the fact that he would be so frank with a player, uh, Gordon, as he was with Gardner <laughs> Minshew, where he said, you can go be the third string at Alabama or come here and lead the, the country in passing is is pretty is pretty amazing that he would actually be honest with a player he's he's talking to as opposed to oh you can come here and and really compete <laughs> okay all right <laughs> well, let's jump out at the T-Mobile special guest line T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around visit tmobile.com for online services and local store availability. He's a former Ute quarterback, longtime Ute analyst, our insider here on the Zone Radio Network. He's our friend Frank Dolce. What's going on, Frank? Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Hope everyone's doing well. So, Jake, spell out for Frank what you're saying. Um, okay. Yeah, why so don't the, you the, do that? The, well, you're going to agree with Gordon. It's all right. I, I already laid that out there. But here, here's, before uh, you before you say anything, I agree with Gordon. I, I know, I know, and that's okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's that's fine. You you both can be uh, have your head in the sand. Um, I'm kidding. That was harsh. Uh, so Jake Bentley, uh, do you, are you buying the fact that this is a three quarterback race, or do you think Jake yes. Bentley came to Utah yeah. for a reason, and that reason is to play? Uh, well, I, I think that, uh, I I mean, I think Utah's trying to make it a a three quarterback race, but it, I just, I just don't think it's going to end up as a three quarterback race. Uh, and, and nothing against the guy that, I mean, is, is probably number three at this point, unless, you know, it wouldn't be beyond the realm for him to make these, you know, significant strides and be super impressive um, throughout the rest of camp and, and maybe, you know, give himself a chance. But I just don't know that it really is a three-man 
race. And it's getting pretty late to be a three-man race, I think. So this is what I've been saying, Frank. I've been saying that, yeah, okay, Jake Bentley came in with the intention to play, but that Andy Ludwig didn't say to him or didn't contact him initially and say, hey, Jake, I need a quarterback. Get on out here. And that seems to be what Of course he did. What Jake of course, is, that's is exactly saying. what he did. And no, no. I, I mean, I, I'm saying he may have said, hey, come on out. Uh, we, we, we lost our starter. But I don't think it, there was a wink-wink deal. I think there is a real competition going on here for quarterback. Yeah. And Jake just will not believe that. I think there's a real competition for quarterback. I, I'm guessing that the conversation with Andy Ludwig and any of those guys was probably, hey, you know, if you're here, if you're here already, or if you're transferring here from another university, we have an open spot, and I'll give you guys every opportunity to prove yourselves and to win the starting job, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's what what a conversation would sound like. Uh, I all of those guys, mostly Coach Whittingham, has enough experience in this game to never put yourself in a situation where you promise something that you just can't live up to to any of these to any of these guys, especially in today's age i mean it just would you know you'd get blown up for for doing something like that with all the you know social media and everything else that's going on so i i believe that there's a real quarterback competition happening right now i think it's more of a two-man than a three-man race all right frank this is this is the last question from me on the topic and then we can move on unless unless gordon wants to follow up but but let, let me put you in the position of jake benley you've started 33 games in the sec at uh, a mighty south carolina and your old yeah. buddy who recruited you to vandy andy ludwig calls up and uh, calls you up and and says uh, frank i uh, want you to to come in and compete for a quarterback position and you respond to uh-huh. Andy. You say, "Okay, I see you lost a senior. How good's your uh, your young guy that's already there?" And Andy Ludwig says to you, Frank, "Oh man, he is awesome. He is so good. He's going to be really, really difficult to to beat out." Your response would be, "My, if I'm Bentley, what would my yeah. response be?" Uh huh. If if Andy Ludwig said, "Oh man, this Cam Rising is legit, bound for the NFL. You're going to have a tough time beating him out." What would what would you do? Go somewhere uh, else, might, right? You'd go somewhere else. I, I might say, uh, well, let me. You know, I've been a I've been a starter here, put, done some pretty good things. I believe in myself. I believe I'm going to be a starter somewhere else, and I'm I'm probably going to explore those opportunities. <laughs> Thank but you. Andy, that's, let's, that's, that's all never, I but, needed. Oh, well, hold on here. Let, let me add there too. There's no way yes. that Andy Ludwig would frame it that way, right? He I don't would think say, he would frame he it that way it, either. He would say it the way you said it, Frank, and and that that would be fair enough. Yeah, I I would I would have a hard time believing that Andy Ludwig would call would call Bentley and say, "Hey, come here. You're not going to beat out the kid who's here." That seems like insane, but. I think he would say, hey, come here, and I'll give you every opportunity to beat out the kid that here, who's here. And, by the way, 
here's where I think this kid is really good. He does this well. He does this well. He does this well. Here's where I think he can improve. He could probably improve this or he could improve that or whatever. And then let, let Bentley make his own decision, not, not trying to sway him one way or the other. I mean, Coach Ludwig wants depth at the quarterback position. We, we've seen, you know, every single year for how many years, Utah hasn't made it through a season with one quarterback. So, absolutely, he wants depth, and he wants the best depth available. So, I, I, would, just, I would just guess that Coach Ludwig um, wanted Bentley to come here, may have framed it in a way that would – would make like, hey, here's the offense that we run. Here's where we're going. Here's what we're going to do. This is where you fit. Um, but I, I would guess that he also made it sound like hey, you. Well, I'll give you an opportunity. I'll give you every opportunity, and um, there's a nice possibility that you'll end up starting or something like that. I mean, I just couldn't imagine him being one way or the other. Super positive like you're you're going to step in and be the starter or super negative like there's no way you're going to start here he, he would have to be much more down the middle my whole point was bentley would ask how good cam rising is that'd be the first question out of his mouth it would be mine for sure and so for sure. i mean where else if, where else was where else was bentley looking and and didn't he ask that wouldn't he ask that question to every other right. it, unless bentley only had this one university on it. I mean, he was only going to transfer to Utah, which may, who knows, which may be the case. I mean, but if he, if, if Florida state contacted him, he would have the same question or if Ohio state for that matter, contacting him, he would have the same question. And then based on those three different answers, he'd made his decision. Yeah. Uh, Frank Dolce is uh, is with us here on ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Okay, you guys can you can twist the language and live in your own fantasy land all you want, but but a quarterback is not transferring from South Carolina to Salt Lake City of all places to hope that the guy in front of him gets hurt. That's not happening. He's coming in to play, and, and so, he's not he, coming yeah, to play unless but he's, he's he's coming in because he was promised the opportunity. Okay, you can you can throw opportunity in front of promise if it makes you feel better, but no. But see, see, here's the thing, Frank. The way Jake says it, it sounds like the recruiting ended right there. You know, it's yeah. just like, and the decision was made, right? So, in other words, the decision was made the second that Andy Ludwig talked to Jake Bentley as to who's going yeah, to be that's... the starter. That that I, I that is what Jake's saying. And by the way, Jake, I'm not. I don't. I don't mean to pick on you. I'm not trying to pick on you, but I would. I will say that I, I would think it would be it, it would be in, enormously out of character for Coach Ludwig to put himself in that position. Now, I, I mean, he was. You know, it's the SEC, and Coach Ludwig coached in the SEC, and and probably had access to to Bentley and and to to you know lots of other things films and and coaches who knew a lot about him and and so that may have helped the way he recruited Bentley but I I just would have a really hard time believing that anyone was promised 
anything outside of an opportunity. Frank Dolce with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, let's, we, we can move on. Uh, sorry to dwell. Um, reports or, or uh, word out of the first scrimmage on Saturday, Frank, is that the offense looks really good and is ahead of the defense. Is uh, that something uh, you're hearing as well? You know, I, I did hear that, and which is, which is uh, really surprising. That, that is a report that never comes out of Utah camp. And, and it's rare to come out a lot to different camps because it's, it's a little more difficult um, for the offense to catch up. Usually install on the defensive side, especially because the defensive philosophy has been around for so long and, and Utah seems to reload in those position groups. It just feels like um, we always hear that, that Utah defensively is head a, a, ahead of the offense. So it's a little surprising uh, that that, and I don't, I, to be honest, I don't know how I feel about that. I always have this sense of calm and confidence that, uh, okay, Utah is going to always bring a defense. That always seems to be, you know, no matter the season, no matter who transfers, who leaves, who graduates, incoming, you know, talent. I'm, I always feel like, well, you, you know, Utah is going to bring a defense. And especially in the first part of the season, that's going to be, significantly useful so um to hear that that uh the offense may be ahead um and and maybe the defense is struggling to catch up i don't know exactly how i feel about that maybe good about the offense and you know hopeful for the defense although i I, like i said i always have a lot of confidence in where that defense will be so with uh, over half of Utah's defense from last year playing in the NFL, uh, what, uh, how difficult will it be to replicate what has been done in past years? Yeah, it, it's, I don't expect this to be, you know, I don't expect that we'll go through 2020 and at the end of it we'll say that was one of the best Utah defenses we've ever seen take the field. It, you know, could happen, but I just – you know, especially at this level, well, every level, but the, the talent, um, there's a couple things, the talent that you have available um, and, and the experience of that talent. So t- take a guy like, take a guy like uh, Cody Barton, who graduated a few, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, going through his freshman year where he played a little bit and a little bit more sophomore year and, I mean, there were t- there were times even through his junior and into his senior year that you just you know um, you thought, well, he's he's pretty good and he's talented and and all of a sudden something seemed to click and he got it and then all of the talent and experience came together and he was like you know a, a real dominant force on the defensive side. So th- that's what I think about this Utah defense that they that is coming in now is like there's. There's plenty of talent available. Maybe not all of the experience that they that they that that makes it a dominant sort of defense. So I think they'll be good. Uh, they'll certainly be well coached, probably in the right position. And but there are just some things you can't coach. It's just the experience of the best teacher. So over time, this could develop into a great Utah defense. But with all of the talent that left, I think they'll be good. Uh, maybe even better than good, um, but I I don't have enormous expectations out of the Utah defense right now. Frank, last thing from me: um, 
As I think you know, we have Football Fridays on uh, on Friday with Coach Mack where he jumps on the show for a, for a couple of hours. Um, do mm-hmm. you have any uh, entertaining Coach Mack stories we might be able to uh, hear from <laughs> you and replay for him on Friday? I I have uh, I have many I I have many different uh, Coach Mack stories. There's lots of different Coach Mack stories, and they're all they're all super entertaining. Um, and you know some, <laughs> some of them some of them uh, at the time especially were were um, frustrating, <laughs> and most of them were entertaining. But I don't know. I I I I don't know if I want to do anything that is going to uh, be viewed as as causing any sort of harm to Coach Mac or 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 used as, as something to to make make fun of or anything like that. So um, I, I will I will tell you about Coach McBride is. Of all of the coaches, and I had a lot. I had a lot of different coaches and a lot of different sports and everything else. And um, there was there was not a guy, there was nobody that I ever really played for, who could, at the time of their career, relate to the players on the on the level that he related to the players, uh, which was significant because you're talking about kids from all different walks of life. And he could walk into anybody's kitchen and be at home. And I think that is a unique trait and talent of Ron McBride. And not only that, a lot of kids leave campus and they, they move on with their lives. And, you know, they become a distant memory for, for the coach and for the program and, and all of that. Uh, but if you ever talk to coach McBride, it, he has this extraordinary ability. He may forget the names a little bit nowadays, but he has this extraordinary ability to remember not only kids, but the events surrounding those, those kids. And he certainly has his favorites, just like everybody. But I think, I, I think you would be amazed and probably are amazed at his ability to recall all of the experiences he had with his players. And, and we're talking about not thousands or tens of thousands. We're probably talking about millions of experiences that, uh, that he's enjoyed with, with all of his teams. Well, he, uh, he remembered your name and he spoke highly of you, Frank. Well, I, I certainly, I mean, that makes, that kind of warms my heart. He, he is a, very unique um, individual coach and friend. And um, I mean, we had, we certainly bumped heads over the, over the years during playing times and afterwards. And I think we've kind of settled into this really nice relationship. And I just appreciate, you know, probably mostly my fault as time goes by, then you look back at the, at, you know, the dumb things you did as a kid and, and um, you know, I just appreciate all that he did for me and what he continues to do for me and for, for the community. Well, thank you, as always, for jumping on, Frank. We really appreciate it, even though, uh, you know, we don't always see eye to eye. Hey, yeah, Jake, listen, it's, you know, it's part. I wish that we could, we could figure this out nationally. Like, you and I don't, dis, you and I don't agree on soccer. I like soccer. You hate soccer. 
and and but but we can we can be friendly like you and I can still be friends and we can have lots of other things in common so I don't you wish that we could figure that out on on a national scale like we don't always have to agree but you know let's all figure out that we're kind of moving on the same same path forward here and by the way Jake um, if another if another if a competing radio station called you in another market and said we have a you're the number one chair in our best time slot or they said we're going to give you an opportunity to compete for the best time slot what would you do do you offer me the job or i'm i'm hanging out in my current position which i love very much okay well well, all all we're giving you is an opportunity yeah he's 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 not going anywhere unless it's uh Lock, stock, and barrel, and a million dollars for. Oh, at least, yeah. at least, a, at least a mil. You know, Frank bought me ice cream once. I like ice cream. We're we're of like mind on that. Oh man, that was good too. Ah, yeah. that was. We'll have to do that again. Sign me up, buddy. I thought it was delicious. Yeah. Thanks, Frank. I'm in. Hey, it's great to talk to you guys. Talk to you soon. See you, buddy. All right, there you go. That's our friend Frank Dolce, the former U quarterback, our U insider, jumping on with us here on the Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. All right, more Big Show coming up straight ahead. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.